I'm Carrie Dawson, and you are listening to The Hallway, the place that brings us all together. It has been a minute since our last episode. Due to popular demand, or maybe just Mr. Messers, uh, we are back. I have missed uh, this little opportunity to take a break from the day-to-day grind and just connect with my colleagues. So who better to kick things off again than the person who gets me out of every possible teaching jam I find and my co-teacher for 20 plus years, Renee McCombs. Thanks, Renee, for being here. Great to be here. All right, Renee, you are a level one special education teacher for eighth grade. Could you give everybody just some background information about what that means, endorsements you hold, and what your teaching career has looked like? All right, that's a lot of questions. Um, what that means. Um, That means that I work with kids that are typically a year or so behind with their um, reading, writing, or math. I kind of um, took a different route coming here. I always knew I wanted to be a a teacher, but I always thought I wanted to be an elementary teacher. And so that's what my, my, what I came out of college with was an elementary degree. Um, I always said I did not want to teach middle school and I did not want to teach special ed. Those were the two things that I didn't want to do. Um, But then I student taught and I student taught in first grade and those kids were in my space all the time (laughs) and they were tattling on each other. And I just, I just found that I really couldn't teach first grade the way that Mm -hmm. I thought that I could. Yes. Um, I enjoyed third grade um, more than that, but it still wasn't quite what I thought it was. Um, And then right out of college, um, I wanted to stay in the Des Moines area and there just weren't any elementary jobs that I could find. Like every elementary job in the area had like 300 applicants. Different than today. Different than today. Yes. (laughs) Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So I couldn't get in and I ended up working um, at a youth shelter. Um, I was an associate teacher in, Mm -hmm. in in the youth care. And so I worked with whole different age groups and I ended up a lot of the students just happened to be special ed. So I worked with a lot of those kids one on one. Um, and the teacher that I was working with said that I was really good at it and that maybe I should think about special ed. So I went back and got my conditional license and then found a job um, west of Des Moines. Um, found a job there, taught there for a couple of years. Um, found out that I really liked middle school and I really liked special ed, but I wanted to get closer to home, which is in Ninola. So yeah. I ended up here in Norwalk. And I've been teaching here since 2000 and I've always taught eighth grade special ed and I love it and I wouldn't do anything different. You're here. I'm you here. are the mainstay. <laughs> I'm here. You can't get rid of me. <laughs> At this point, you're stuck. <laughs> but I love it. I do like my job. And you're good at it. Thank you. You're I, I hope so. <laughs> Uh, You bring great experience. As you said, you've been here a long time, uh, as (laughs) have I. I know. I heard somebody the other day say seasoned teachers. (laughs) I like it. I like that. (laughs) Instead of old. Right. Uh Um, So you have all of this experience when it comes to special education students, as well as just middle school students in general. But uh, your department has evolved and changed in the time that you've been here. Can you tell me, what do you think some of the most important parts of your job are, um, or maybe the most rewarding and, and even the most challenging, because I know that it comes with its own set of challenges. I, the challenges are the kids come in with a lot of frustration, especially by middle school. You know, if they're struggling in school, they come in with just a lot of frustration. Um, so just the challenges is, are the challenges are trying to get them to realize that they can do it. Um, and 
they have to trust themselves a little bit and they've got to jump in and try something. So that's always the, the challenge. Um, but the rewards are they figure out that they can. And those right. aha moments, I get to be there with them, you know, in a small group setting when they have those aha moments. And you can you can see it on their face when they, when they get right. it. They're like, oh, it finally, you can just see it on their face. It clicked. You can hear that sound. The, oh, got it. And to me, that's what keeps me coming back is yeah. I get to be there with those kids and I get to work with small groups of kids a lot of times. So I get to really work with kids and enjoy kids and and just have, build those relationships. And it's just, it's a fun job. I like, I like special ed. You and I have talked that a lot of times we think it comes down to confidence. It, oh, it does. That a kids just don't, they haven't been successful. Therefore, they don't know what it feels like to be successful. And they've mm -hmm. decided they can't do it. Yeah. And it's hard. Like you said, by the time they get to eighth grade, some of them have really heard, seen, felt that mm -hmm. they can't do it for a long time. So I think turning that around takes a special person in yeah. you. Well, so <laughs> it's fun. It's fun to be there with it. And I love it when kids come to me and say, Mrs. McCombs, I got a three on this assessment. <laughs> like I like being that person that they, they want to, that they celebrate that they want to share that information right. with. Um, right. So yeah, it just makes me happy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's talk co-teaching just for a bit. Uh, I know that you and I have been doing it again, 20 plus years. And we've found a lot of value in that experience. Um, and I know that early on when I was a new teacher, you'd been here a year. And so you kind of brought me in and, and we did a lot of training. We worked a lot of hours and, and met a lot uh, to, to figure out how to work with each other. And so if you were giving advice to somebody new that's going to be co-teaching, uh, what would you tell them? Just jump in um, and, and get involved in the classroom. Um, do some small groups, do some, do some working with kids, whether they're your kids or other groups of kids, just get involved and jump in and really talk with that, with that co-teacher and, and figure out like, we're, we're lucky, right? Like, yes, we are. <laughs> we've been doing it forever and we're yeah. friends and we just like hanging out together. So it works really well for us. And, and I think it's taken us some time. And I think, you know, going to Maryland friend for us, I think that training, was... I think changed us and you know i remember i agree like, yeah. i remember planning after that like we'd sit down and we'd do some planning and we're like you think this will work i don't know let's <laughs> give it a try right <laughs> and, and what's just, the worst that can happen <laughs> so it was just a lot of let's try this let's jump in yeah. let's see what works and if it works let's keep it going and if it doesn't work what different can we do um right. so i guess do some planning and and then just jump in and give it a go because it's fun go. yeah and and I know um, I was part of a meeting earlier this year and it was I was reminded again that not everybody has that experience opportunity. And so while I have fully bought into it, um, I know that there are teachers out there saying, you know what, great for you guys. That's not in my schedule. That's not anything that I can possibly do. Uh, what would you tell them that can maybe make a difference for some of their special education students? Any tricks, tips, or ideas that that might just be something they could try. Um, I think, you know, for for a lot of my my students, when they start working on an assignment, you know, and I think about those those project type things, those papers, a lot of my students have troubles getting started. So, you know, just kind of, you know, as kids get started, maybe making a point to to go over and make sure that the student understands the directions and, and can get started again because they've had such a lot of them have some frustrations of getting started yep. is sometimes the trickiest part, but once they get started, um, they can keep going. Um, so just kind of making sure kids 
understand the directions and, and keep it going. And, and if you can find a way to do some small groups, and I know it's hard, um, but if there's some independent work that's going on, if you could, you know, pull off a small group of kids, whether they're special ed students or just students that are struggling or on the other end, students that just need some extensions. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I would love to co-teach everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> right. Farm. You're not farming out. No, nope, you're stuck with me. You know, when you talk about that, the clarity piece, I think that all of my students benefit because you'll come to me and say, you know, I think of it this way. I'm like, oh, because I have in my mind, again, part of that is I've done it so many times or so long that I forget or I just need to be reminded that not everybody thinks that way. Um, and so I just, I appreciate that insight. And so, yeah, that clarity, I'm not always as clear as I think I am. <laughs> and I think that's true of everybody, right? There's a lot of times if I'm in the back of the classroom listening, you know, to the, the gen ed teacher talking that I'll just jump in because I have a question and I know kids yeah. are shy to ask those questions. So it's just a way for me to, to jump in and ask that question and help clarify things. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, in our years in the classroom, we may have shown up dressed alike. Um, <laughs> we sometimes give away the trade secrets about each other. Um, I remember a couple years where kids asked us, you know, do you guys really like each other? And we just said no and moved on, you know, which it's not true. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, but we've become such great friends. Um, I can't imagine not working with you every day. And so I know personally that you've been on a couple of amazing trips and adventures. So tell everybody about your downtime. Uh, what did this year bring and what are you looking forward to? Uh, well, first of all, working with you has been a ton of fun. Right. Uh, I mean, I see, uh, humble brag. I set her up for that. Okay. <laughs> no, but it, yeah, no, I, yeah, I got to keep teaching with, uh, co-teaching with Carrie Dawson on my rules. Um, but now what do I do in my downtime? Um, well, I've got... I got family and they are getting older now. Yes. So Travis, my oldest is 20 and he has been in Utah this past semester. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, and then Matt, my youngest is graduating <gasps> here. True empty nesters. So, um, so what was the question? I kind of got uh, lost there. Well, what do you do in your downtime? Okay, Tell us about your downtime? trips. Cause okay. I know you had a yeah, couple. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so this has been a busy year for trips. Yes. Matt's a senior, so we went on a kind of a senior spring break for him. So we went to Mexico, um, which we just like to travel as a family. We just yeah. enjoy getting out there and traveling. Um, so we did that, and then I got back from that, and then we went to Utah because <laughs> yeah. that's where Travis was um, studying this semester. He was taking a semester in Utah. So we went to Utah and spent a long weekend with him. Um, so I, I guess in my downtime, I, I really enjoy traveling. Um, whether it's big trips like that or just little trips. I enjoy getting to the lake with the, yes. uh, to your cabin with the other teachers. That's always a fun time. Um, and I love, I love being on the water. I love the lake. Yeah. Um, Jim and I have been doing some hiking lately and taking yep. some hiking trips um, around Iowa. So I just like spending my free time traveling and being with friends and family. Yes, I know that I get jealous sometimes with the pictures that you're bringing back. Um, we have done a lot of traveling this year. Yeah, and concerts. Yes. You've been to concerts. Yes. You're always having fun. <laughs> Renee is the fun one, in case you were wondering. I try. <laughs> you always have such positive energy, and you bring it to the classroom, the meeting, or like dinner with friends whenever we're, we're out together. 
Um, so I tried to think of one really good story to wrap things up, but of Uh-oh. course, you know, there's too many to choose from. So I'll ask you this question instead. What is one thing that you think every person should do in their lifetime? And have you done it? I don't know. I'm a travel. Travel is a thing that I think everybody should do. And I've done a a lot of it, but I have not done enough of it. So I got to keep going. So yeah, travel. And that kind of goes with friends and family, you know, just making experiences and memories with the people that you, you love and cherish. And so it's fun to travel (laughs) and win the lottery. I'd like to that, but no, I haven't done that yet, but every person should. (laughs) Thank you so much for sitting down it's been fun. Absolutely, it has. Feel free to find me on Twitter at the hallway six or literally find me in the hallway. <laughs>